Hello everyone and welcome back to another new episode of Mtambo Desk Podcast. My name is Duke Mtambo and today I have a pleasure of talking again uh, to Yakub Shimek, a co-founder of Wazesha and an author of uh, Wisdom Enterprises. With Yakub, uh, we'll be discussing his recent article on digital uh, native versus, uh, versus uh, scanner versions. And uh, Yakub, welcome once again on Mtambo Desk Podcast. Hi Jake, I'm happy to see you. Uh, happy to see you, and uh, yeah, let's kick start things uh, off by delving into an article he wrote re- uh, uh, recently. Um, at the beginning of the year, uh, the FDIC issued a statement urging, ban- urging banks to uh, restrict their use of open, uh, public, and decentralized protocols. It raised some eyebrows, and uh, Caitlin uh, Long uh, believed this is this to be a typo, but um, what are your thoughts on this? Right, yeah, I mean, she observed, like, uh, in connection with the, the, the March events when there were, like, several bank failures, you know, uh, like, mm, yeah, I mean, uh, SVB, Silvergate, um, now then First Republic a bit later, uh, yeah, um, and what was the first one? Silvergate? <laughs> Yeah, Silvergate, and there was a Silicon Signature, yeah, and then SBB, like the the high-profile Silicon Valley Bank. Mm. Uh, But she observed, like, uh, in January, like, FDIC was already warning mm, the the banks in some kind of strange, like, yeah, note or text, uh, where... uh, where they were urging them not to use open uh, protocols, you know, or yeah, and then she saw that it's like a typo there because it should be like a global open and like uh, blockchain protocols or something like that. But like in uh, in the context of the the current um, digital bank runs, uh, like SVB, you know, when there were over forty billion that uh, disappeared, like the the, the depositors, like the forty billions in deposits, forty two actually. They left the bank within hours or let's say two days up to two days, uh, but uh, but really it was like uh, one morning when the majority of the action happened. And um, uh, in the light of this, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems kind of like the the regulators wanted to um, kind of stop the internet banking, you know, or like uh, slow down, you know, it's like like. You know, there are these stories like from the previous financial crisis where uh, when the bank when there was a bank run, you know, like some bank tellers were ordered to count the money twice, you know, to stop the to slow down the, the withdrawals, you know, like people waiting in the line to get their money out. But like since you slow down by counting twice the, the money, you slow down the whole line, you can kind of, I don't know, get some some time, uh, you know. Get get yourself some time to, uh, yeah, and to recapitalize to maybe sell some bonds as a bank, you know, like. Um, but uh, like we in we live in a completely different world, so it's like the the <laughs> the analog regulators are uh, lost in the digital world where you have like twenty four seven banking, you know, and. Yeah, and they, they were, okay, these were like the most tech-forward banks, like uh, serving crypto clients, so they were like hit first, like, but what Balaji 
explains with his fiat crisis is that this is not a bank crisis but a central bank crisis and ultimately even like a sovereign debt uh yeah i mean sovereign debt crisis or fiat crisis in short and so yeah i mean you have this issue of digital bank runs because uh yeah you have internet banking and uh, people can like in the u.s context they can just like uh, may, uh, in few minutes they can send money from their regular bank uh, to some money market fund or they can withdraw their 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 cash or they can send it to like a bigger bank you know um yeah and there is also this kind of like tribal aspect to it like explains balaji you know you have like the the red banks like the community banks you know like the red tribe has like their smaller community kind of rural banks then you have the blue tribe has like these big big uh, big to fail banks like jp morgan mm -hmm. and then you have uh, like the tech tribe or the the gray tribe uh, as scott alexander calls it and balaji uses this term so you have like this uh, technological progressives and they have these like tech forward uh, banks like uh, like that served crypto clients like silvergate and signature uh, or First Republic and Silicon Valley. And actually, these were the first banks to fail, but you can also uh, think about it like the, uh, it's basically a, like the, the the blue tribe kind of let these gray, gray tribes, the banks uh, fail, you know, like some, mm -hmm. uh, some of them. Are, okay, uh, like, yeah, I mean, you see yeah. like these were the most tech forward banks and there are no more uh, or yeah, they're, they're, they had yeah. to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, or you know, or they, 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 they. Okay, the Silicon Valley Bank was kind of bailed out, right? Like, but um, yes, the the other ones, the Sing Signature and uh, Silvergate, they're they're gone. If I if I remember correctly, then, you yeah. know, it was like recently, but time flies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and First Republic, I think, was sold to J.P. Morgan, you know, yeah. something like that, you know. And but even like with uh, the the previous one, I think Signature was also sold to someone, and they had to stop their crypto activity. So it was like, yeah, it was mm -hmm. like kind of like, and at least with one bank, I think it was Silvergate. Like, yeah, even with Signature, I think it was like kind of. Um, yeah, it was like an attack on crypto also by uh, like some short sellers and also like by um, Senator Warren, Senator Karen, <laughs> Elizabeth yeah. Warren. Yeah, uh, so yeah, it's a sad story. But anyhow, back to our topic. So yeah, I mean, these banks or generally the internet banking, you know, it like it, it's like the, the scanner version of uh, digitalization. It's like the intermediate version, you know, like... Balaji has this like uh, gives these three examples like you have a physical version let's say a university like a brick and mortar kind of like university mm. and then you have something like Coursera you know like some MOOC so like a, some a massive online op open course yeah, open yeah open online course so like MOOCs uh, but it's like a scanner version because it's uh, it has an equivalent in the physical version. So let's say you upload some lectures uh, online and you use it like as 
as a MOOC, as a some kind of online course. And then the question is like, what would be the the um, digitally native version, like the third level digitally native version of let's say education that doesn't have a, an analog equivalent in the physical. So that could be something like crypto tasking and crypto credentials. Mm-hmm. In the same way, you can you can look at uh, banking, you know, like the internet banking kind of, uh, and especially fintech companies. And actually, you know, there is this uh, choke point, uh, Operation Choke Point 2.0 um, by Nick Carter, like uh, a few articles he wrote, and now he's like writing a third one. Uh, so he wrote already two uh, two articles and he's focusing now on fintech uh, companies. So basically fintech uh, are also getting the same treatment as crypto. So it's not just crypto, but they, they there is also kind of co- cons, uh, concerted effort to crush also fintech startups. So because of this, it's not just crypto. That is quite fast, you know, the uh, like... Uh, Kind of volatile or like fast to leave the bank, uh, the the banks or like kind of, uh, but it's also fintech. So, but the fintech gives you kind of like the twenty first century experience. Like uh, you you pay immediately. I don't know. Like for, let's say if you are using something like uh, transfer wise. Now it's called just wise. It takes like a couple of minutes to send money across uh, borders, but like sometimes, you know, instead of like seconds uh, or minutes, it takes two days because it's, uh, there is some issue with the back end. So like all these like kind of front end kind of, um, innovations in user experience. I mean, they're great, but, uh, uh, but they're built on a legacy backend. So, mm-hmm. mm, it it was kind of became apparent with Robin Hood and with the, the GameStop saga, where people thought that there is some kind of conspiracy, like uh, with with Robin Hood, I don't know, crashing. Uh, but there, there were there were some kind of uh, issues like with Discord servers being shut down uh, for some reasons, like around this uh, GameStop uh, saga, like some kind of suspic- suspicions reasons. But with the Robinhood, actually, it wasn't like some kind of conspiracy to shut down the app uh, d- during like this craze of buying uh, this GameStop or some kind of meme stonks, mm-hmm. meme stocks like meme stonk stonks as they call them uh but it was basically the legacy backend that was outdated and it just didn't um it couldn't handle such a big volume of transactions so it's like yeah another example could be like uh gmail uh but uh, at the end it's like um you know it's printed out but it's sent via for example pony express uh and scan and finally delivered uh days later or um you could so so that's could yeah, be an, yeah, like exactly. another example. It's like two days later. So it's like if you write an email and but and it seems like it arrived uh, uh, instantly, but what actually happened on the back end is like somebody printed out your email and put it on a Pony Express, so it went like by horse, you know, like by so uh, some carriage or uh, something, you know, like across the country. It would take like two days, and then it would be like delivered, scanned again, and put. Uh, put online so but like okay letters uh, or emails are not fungible meaning like you know but uh, money are fungible yeah dollars are fungible so like uh, you have like one dollar and the guys they have another dollar uh uh let's say across the country you know uh and basically you know you you pay like you 
you use let's say credit card or i don't know you 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 use your your kind of fintech service and it seems like the money went uh, um, directly i mean it went instantly sorry uh, but what actually happened is like okay they have like some pool of cash here and here and they just like uh, made the transaction kind of like appear instant but then they have to settle the um, balance like uh, through this old legacy system but if there are like too many transactions here and they have a, like a small pool here and they the 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 legacy backend is jammed because of the and it takes two days anyway so they just like ran out of this you know it's just like um they they don't expect such a uh, variance there you know on such a like i don't know it's like grace one event or something like that and so they are surprised and they are gone. Like so, this is just the the example of the scanner version, a very good, I think, by Balaji. The only kind of difference in or the in this metaphor, it's kind of uh, only problem or something. Yeah, I mean, uh, imprecise there is that I know Balaji also explains is it exactly like this that money are fungible, but let's say your emails are unfungible. But it's a good kind of visual yeah, metaphor, uh, like the Pony Express <laughs> banking, you know. So and actually, okay, the the current U.S. administration, like as we speak, they go against uh, Coinbase and Binance, you know, like uh, SEC. And they are just like okay, they they try it or to destroy the crypto banks in the U.S. They're like pushing everyone offshore. Actually, some some companies are moving to Hong Kong out of uh, all places. You know, the Hong Kong seems to be crypto friendly now, which is interesting. But Dubai seems like uh, and Singapore probably like uh, other two good options. And Dubai is becoming quite big. You know, <laughs> maybe the. It's like the Silicon Valley moved to Miami, okay, but it's like now being decentralized. So it's like uh, Dubai seems like interesting. It's another time zone. Yeah. So, but let's see. But uh, yeah. But so this is the scanner version, right? So they want to. Uh, they are like really going against tech, and they want to kind of slow down the banking, uh, slow down the velocity, and like. But but their issue is uh, they they can succeed succeed with this. It's not just because like technology will always win, and and this and that. But the the issue is not just these like digital bank runs or like. Uh, and they were actually not even they didn't like happen because of Twitter or, or something like that but like they were started as we discussed before on group chats so like group chats are even like upstream of Twitter you know like you have some people like who are very close to each other mm. so and they 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 trust each other and they exchange some kind of like warnings and then once the the news hit tweet Twitter or like people start tweeting about it, it's often too late. So it's it didn't start on Twitter, you know. It's just like it got like big on Twitter, but uh, like the smart money or smart uh, people or like well connected people in Silicon Valley, they just got their money out even before it hit Twitter. So yeah, yeah, but. Uh, uh, but even if you stopped internet banking, which is kind of sad, it's just like I don't know. You 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 will make all these kids uh, to go to the bank again, like when they are used to do like used to use their like um, you know, fintech apps or like some flashy apps. Now they have to wait in line <laughs> to go uh, go to the bank during the bank hours, the bank opening hours. 
yeah. it will be said. Yeah, yeah, but you can't stop it anyhow, like this, like because it's a structural problem of devalued assets, like the bonds, uh, because of the very rapid uh, rate hikes uh, in 2022. Uh, uh, yeah, in 2021, at the end of 2021 and 2022, and uh, the issue is also. Um, Mm -hmm. that it's actually not the bank run the digital bank run is not the only uh, story here but it's also uh, like what somebody called a bank uh, walk so it's mm -hmm. just basically the money are like slowly but gradually leaving the 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 bank system especially the re regional banks and they're moving into money market funds so it was like over month you know so it didn't like start with signature or silvergate but it started like uh like four months sooner or something like that like it's like in december 2022 or in no, even sooner like november if i'm correct so like and it was just these yeah. tech forward banks were like as balaji says it they were like the first fish that uh, that appeared belly up or it, it's like the the passengers in a plane that were seated in uh, front but <laughs> the the story is that uh, the the moral of the story is that uh, we all gonna die like in this metaphor of like uh, a plane hitting to the ground you know like mm -hmm. jerome powell like uh, it's like uh, yeah <laughs> driving the whole economy to the ground so mm, yeah so they were just positioned in the front of the plane like these uh tech forward looking banks like but uh other banks uh, many other banks are insolvent and that's a fascinating ana analogy uh Yacoub. and uh, it's clear that we need a digital native solution that addresses these uh, limitations but you also mentioned uh digital native education in your article maybe can you expand uh, on what that might look like yeah, so like the scanner version, it's like a half measure, like just going back to the banking metaphor, you know, like there is this like breaking bed uh, series and there is like one quote um, where it's like, uh, it's just like half measures like uh, are not enough or, you know, it's just you shouldn't just do the half measures, you know, it's just like you should do, you should kind of like go all in or and so with the like digital banking, it's like a half measure is like the scanner version and it kind of may uh, can make uh, the banking uh, fragile more fragile right so i think the critics might be correct uh, in some mm, some ways like okay it's like a, a half way uh, or half measure of doing digitalization but if you want to have like a digitally native form of money yeah, you have like you have bitcoin or crypto i don't know ethereum Will be like Solana here as well, but like okay, Ethereum. No, as a, some kind of like a digitally native financial system where uh, and uh, digital gold as a Bitcoin, right? So it's it's money that doesn't have equivalent in the physical world. So it's like a V three, you know, like um, you know, some people want to get back to gold, but probably gold is like. It could work for sovereigns, so like for like big countries or let's say some oil producer and some other country like let's say China, they uh, they can trade in uh, yuan. So mm, uh, yeah, I mean 
China buys uh, oil, let's say from Saudi Arabia, uh, sells them uh, our, I mean, pays in yuan, and now the Saudi Arab Arabia, they have uh, yuan, and they purchase some Chinese goods, let's say some uh, electric vehicles, and then, but then there is some kind of rest uh, 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 or the difference, and they they settled the the difference in gold. So, but it kind of means like. <laughs> There is a plane <laughs> filled with gold that lands in Saudi Arabia, and <laughs> and the guys check it with some I don't know some equipment like okay it's it's a, it's alleged gold and they're like okay now it's fine and uh, we are settled and we we sell you some more more oil next uh, quarter <laughs> or something like that so that's like you can do it but like. Hmm. But like gold is like the V1 and it can work again, but like probably for sovereigns. But the, the issue is like similar to city states, actually, that they were already, uh, they were uh, uh, overcome or they, they uh, you know, they lost to the V2. So, um, yeah, so V2 is like, uh, okay, V2 is... Uh, dollar you know it's like fiat currencies so gold was uh actually defeated by um, by fdr you know as we discussed many times here in 1930s uh so there was like this uh this bill to confiscate gold uh so um yeah so the it was kind of defeated once you know so like the issue is like not to go back to the gold standard or just focus on gold but you need a v3 and bitcoin is like the digital gold like with the v3 and the similarly like city state was defeated by nation state you know like all these city states like almost all of them were unified uh united i mean uh, under these like nation state and kind of swallowed by nation state so like you can't go back to uh city states you need uh, like a v3 and balaji in his book the network state uh, provides like a recipe uh, like uh, uh it's not a manifesto but it's kind of like a manual of how to create some like highly aligned communities that that can grow into something like network states so it's like a v3 and similarly, it's like thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. So the V3 has some kind of characteristics, let's say, of gold, like the digital gold, you know, and has some kind of characteristics of gold, but also of, let's say, mm, uh, like the uh, digital dollar or like um, dollar, you know, like the dollar as a technology as it is currently, like, let's say with lightning you can send it easily so it has like uh, superior characteristics to both the gold and uh, fiat uh, you know in in case of bitcoin and with the, uh, with your question about education it's uh, again it's like i think it's quite complicated because education like lots of people uh Lots of people are like uh, have many ideas about education, but it seems like intractable. It's our almost intractable. There is always something that uh, seems like there is almost no no some some kind of silver bullet or some kind of magic solution. But actually, I think it, 
Yeah, I mean, as Balaji uh, explains, like all these technologies, like you have social, uh, like, uh, you know, social, social uh, technology, like social networking, you know, it's actually digitally native, like you you couldn't do like something like Facebook uh, thread, uh, like with comments, like a Facebook post with comments, you couldn't do it with post. It would take you <laughs> so much money, you know, and so much time. Imagine like you would do like commenting through postcards, you know, like there somebody uh, po- uh, sends a postcard and then mm-hmm. everybody like uh, just has to comment and actually send the comment to everyone else, you know, like just so everyone else can see like what they commented. Like if you do it like through regular mail, like snail mail, like just like one kind of Twitter thread or Facebook post, it would be like thousands of dollars mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it would be just crazy, you know. So therefore, it's like social networking is like digitally native. And you can think about, okay, Bitcoin or Bitcoin Lightning or let's say crypto in general, also as a digitally native. And then you have also AI as a, uh, well, you don't have like something like that if, yeah, as, as also kind of like a digitally native solution, you know, like something like Ch- Chat GPT or some other kind of assistance and like these um, large language models. And if you combine all these three digitally native technologies, like, I mean, just like, <laughs> just kind of obviously you would get uh, some digitally native uh, form of education. Uh, well, maybe not uh, because you could still... Yeah, I mean, most more quite likely you would get some digitally native form of education, and it would be, I think, something like um, crypto tasking. Mm, sorry, like crypto tasking and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah, something like crypto tasking, but also something like um, you know, like there is this like I wrote like a couple of years ago, like uh, a post about like digital Aristotle, you know, like he was. Uh, teaching Marcus Aurelius, you know, uh, he was like the the most famous tutor or something. So it would be something like uh, AI tutor uh, and crypto tasking, and also some some kind of social, uh, you know, like maybe um, you know there is this thing called like uh, good judgment open. Actually, is like an open version of a of a kind of program that was. Uh, run by yarpa and it's uh it's discussed in detail in the book called super forecasting so basically the the thing is like to have some kind of tournaments of let's say forecasters uh, using ai and was like some many years ago so the ai was like much weaker than now like now you could i don't know like with chat gpt and and so but that the idea is like you are learning but you are also uh being checked uh by the real world so yeah it's something like crypto tasking you can have crypto tasking because it's like also interact uh, real world uh interactions like uh, actually with money you know like real money in the real world like you are doing some kind of task and you get paid when it's like done well you know so it's also kind of yeah crypto tasking but it could be something like um like good yeah, like uh, predictions, uh, like, yeah, prediction markets, or uh, but it could be something like uh, good judgment open, like this kind of. Uh, but uh, let's say using crypto or or uh, some uh, or running on some kind of open protocols, uh, because actually there you can check like how your predictions are are 
are faring with something called the Briar score. It's like basically score that uh, meteorologists uh, use like uh, to to assess how accurate their predictions are as a method, you know, to to predict weather uh, weather. So it's like mm, yeah. So that's like another another thing and like uh but you would probably work as a team not just like okay at least like as you and some ai you know like a hybrid or like augmented uh intelligence so but i think even better uh probably would be like to 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 work as some kind of like small group or uh yeah start startup society or, or like highly uh, network union or something like that but like okay these three technologies um they're each of them is like digitally native yeah so uh yeah and if you combine them probably you would get something like digitally native education so mm -hmm. uh yeah okay um the convergence of uh, AI and crypto and social tr truly has the potential to uh, uh, revolutionize education, as you said. Um, but let's shift uh, gears for a moment. In your article, you also touch upon the concept of, the concept of uh, digital native countries. Maybe can you uh, talk about uh, what it entails? Yeah, so now this would be like the V3 again, like you have like a thesis, antithesis and synthesis, like a Hegelian synthesis and that you can have like a productive uh, synthesis or unproductive one. So let's say uh, it's it's like, um, yeah, so for, for example, uh, you know there was like this this idea of enterprise blockchain uh, as Balazio discusses and it was kind of like an unproductive syn synthesis because uh because okay it didn't lead it didn't catch uh, because there was no coin you know there was like no uh no token uh, associated with it it was like kind of like um, combining like two bad solutions or two you know enterprise is like a quite quite difficult to make some changes in big companies and if you don't have some like tokenomics associated with it uh then it's like just very hard job to do you know like some transformation uh, and so it kind of just became as another uh, another type of um database and so right so that's like an example of like unproductive uh synthesis but you can have like productive uh ones Mm, uh, yeah, as we discussed, like, I don't know, digital gold uh, as an idea uh, with Bitcoin. Um, yeah, and with, uh, yeah, with uh, uh, cloud countries, you know, so it's like also the, the V3 because like the V2 was, uh, uh, the V2 defeated the, the version one, you know, the V1. So you had like city city states and they were defeated by nation states. So and like the v3 is something like a network state so it would like um, be decentralized uh and started in the cloud first land last but not land never so it would be something like uh, uh like a cloud community like a highly aligned uh, network union network archipelago then like kind of printed out onto the land uh, as an archipelago of uh, some kind of uh, real estate connected by mm, blockchain 
and connected by internet so that's like mm. the idea here so it's so, like digital yeah digitally native countries would start online and they're like kind of reverse diasporas so uh they mm. yeah yeah i mean they, so, they start mm -hmm. so it's like balaji kind of uh poses a thought-provoking uh question if we if we have created tech companies and cryptocurrencies we can can we create crypto countries so it's like he envisioned digital native forms of online identities uh mimetic tribes uh crypto passport and the use of ar uh, ar uh, glasses leading to a new era of uh, digital native nation building right yeah yeah and actually like uh, what you told me just like before we started to re recording you you watched this apple announcement right so they they came up with some er glasses like they they look kind of funny and they're pretty expensive but like probably they're onto something you know like the first iphone was also kind of uh quite limited you know yeah, but then expensive. it's <laughs> an expensive and quite li limited use uh use usability or uh, i don't know but uh, but it uh well it, it grew like wildfire fire and it's uh it became much better over time right so mm -hmm. let's see mm -hmm. yeah yeah so but... that's that's one of the technologies you know like ar okay crypto is also kind of slow you know it's like also kind of just like uh difficult to use for uh regular people but like as as this as, uh, crisis uh kind as of bedna said, yeah? yeah sorry as, as bedna you right said you know it's uh yeah. difficult for people to use crypto yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it is still and but probably mm, it's something like with venezuela or lebanon you know like when you when the the fiat uh, version of when the fiat institutions they're kind of crumbling then uh, more and more people would uh, probably find time to to learn how to use it but definitely if it's like a more user-friendly yeah i think we are still uh looking for the the iphone moment in crypto and definitely in ar but now it seems like it's coming from apple right the, the ar version i mean the ar glasses uh here and yeah, and let's see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's an intriguing... Crypto passports, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, we, we might see some early versions. We were in this, like, Jure competition with Wazesha, and actually we, <laughs> you and me, and we got into, in, into the top five, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, startup societies uh, in that, uh, in that awards. So it was, like, pretty cool, and it's very kind of humbling and also like a big responsibility to create something like right we are brainstorming like um how to yeah i mean yeah. uh yeah, how to create some kind of app for training companies and student startups and uh yeah it's just uh yeah. so but it's uh it's like for uh yeah it's basically for startup societies as well you know like so so Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. digitally native native form of education, basically. And actually, we are also uh, in in uh, also in Asia, We are also planning to come up with the uh, you know the Asia crypto uh, crypto passports. You know, in partnership with uh, uh, or with help with Jua. You know, so yeah. So this thing uh, we are talking here about crypto passport is also uh, what we are credentials. Yeah, no, yeah, like for uh, let's say. Uh, 
yeah, for some kind of tasks, uh, tasking or for uh, just uh, for learning. So that once, you know, like you pass some micro course or some, yeah, you get some, some like certificate uh, in form of NFT and you just like visible on your passport, right? So, yeah. Yeah, and actually, so we, yeah, one of the, one of the guys who are trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> come up with, uh, you know, or contribute to the concept of digital native uh, countries, because uh, with Wazesha, we are trying to try to combine these things like digital native education, you know, through uh, one of our, our program, you know, decentralized vocational education or DIVE. And then we have, you know, the startup society and virtual enterprises. And then we also bring the aspect of uh, crypto rewards and also crypto passports. So, I mean, crypto tasking and crypto passports. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And probably like we will start some some meetups and some uh, an onboarding of some uh, uh, some uh, partners that we already know, like in education um, <laughs> or that we have worked with before uh, because of distribution and like they have some yeah. <laughs> connections. So, but we, we probably, as it should be like digitally native education, probably we will, will not start with uh, schools or with high schools as we did like in our previous project, like with, uh, or the project that we worked on previously, like with Sotehub, where I was the co-founder and Duke was, uh, um, yeah, uh, our our colleague. So, yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a intriguing concept, Jakub, that could reshape the way we think about uh, nations and governance. And uh, yeah, so the future possibilities are truly mind-boggling. Uh, before we conclude, you could, uh, I mean, could you provide us with some insight into the unique uh, qualities and innovation of Bitcoin as a digital native form of money? Right. So, I mean, it solved the, the scarcity, right? It created a digital scarcity, which uh, seems like an oxymoron, you know, because normally you can like, <laughs> you can create as many PDFs as you want, you know, like copy, copy, paste, copy, paste, you know, you can like copy as much as you want. So, but now it, it solved for digital uh, scarcity, solving some like uh, fundamental math issues, like Byzantine general problem. Like I don't want to pretend I, I, I can like do the underlying math here, uh, but just like a couple of things like that. Mm, and uh, it's also kind of, uh, yeah, there is this proof of work, right? And it's, uh, mm, and it's kind of like it kind of connects to the uh, the Jason Lowry thesis of uh, Bitcoin as uh, as power projection, uh, basically mm -hmm. as uh, like some kind of tool uh, that will be like um, crucial for countries, you know, in the future for sovereign sovereigns. So like for protection, but also for some kind of like power projection. So. Okay, so since you you need a lot of energy, you know you uh, like to to mine a Bitcoin, so it's constrained. You can't just uh, and there is also uh, it kind of inverts lots of premises. You know, like Balaji says, like uh, longevity is kind of similar in this this aspect. Like, but crypto inverts the basic premises. Like deflation is good, and especially if it's like technologically driven hyper deflation. You know, like um, 
like like smartphones were really expensive or just like regular mobile phones were super expensive at the beginning and now uh, they became kind of super cheap or and you have many uh, many kind of examples like these i don't know with uh, electric vehicles now in china you can get some like that that cost like ten thousand dollars and before it was like at least uh, 10 times more you know with the first models and they probably have a similar range than the first models you know so <laughs> it's like uh, you have this like uh, deflation and uh, with uh, with uh, bitcoin you have this like super like deflationary money you have also like uh, mm, uh, 21 million bitcoin as a as a as a su su supply you know yeah. Uh, yeah so you have like this fixed monetary policy which is also kind of like uh, very novel uh, you have actually public uh, ledger right like uh, so you can actually track those ex uh, the, those mm, those transactions that is actually quite uh, has opposites to this kind of supposed bank secrecy when it's like uh uh but it's still kind of being tracked you know and so now the the, the that the bitcoin is uh, ledger is open and you can you can verify the transaction you have some kind of like uh, blog explore explorers you can build like uh search engines uh, on top of it and it's also like the truth machine yeah uh, and, it's, and it's, also... it's also examples of uh sorry it's also uh you know a form of money battery yeah, money battery or like uh, virtual oil, you know, like yeah. and you, it's also a way of uh, doing crypto history, like recording. Uh, you can actually record some uh, some events or some kind of like messages, and they are very difficult to alter or to delete and to uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and uh you know like it's difficult to to store oil you know it's expensive and it's dangerous but you can you can start the bitcoin in your hard wallet uh mm -hmm. hardware wallet sorry or yeah it's just like use uh, bitcoin lightning for paying for, for payments as a, a l2 like layer 2 mm -hmm. so bitcoin lightning yeah i mean mm -hmm. many things i think it goes back to Mm, to the example of uh, Pony Express or to the example of mm, a Facebook thread, like doing it through snail mail, it's kind of like uh, super expensive or impractical. And with Bitcoin, it's like, okay, Balaji also discusses how it's for the power users and the powerless. And it's also like, let's say, for very big transactions and very small transactions like micropayments, like with Bitcoin Lightning, you know, like zapping on Noster. Mm -hmm. We discussed like just before our podcast also like some idea like of Wazesha, like using Noster, like we zap, mm -hmm. you know, like we are zapping. So something like that uh, or some similar ideas like that. So, yeah, you can like just like tip uh, give tips uh like do tipping like uh, very small amounts like with uh, lightning or just i don't know some podcasts or paying for every minute of podcast that you listen to or something like that like some like crazy things or yuri bedner he explains in his paper the post-covid recovery like how countries should invest also in or uh, how they should develop their crypto economies and crypto industry. 
And he explains, like, for example, like flash loans or these kind of innovations with, you know, like many things like with staking uh, and uh, Ethereum. Now you have you have basically something like uh, like the ultra uh, like the digitally native form of like bond issuance or something like that, if I understand it correctly, like with uh, with the, the recent changes in Ethereum. Uh, something like with staking and then you can like um, uh, uh, yeah like seamlessly like uh, I don't know um, it, uh, get off uh, yes uh, I'm sorry I forgot kind of like uh, the, the, the exact uh, um, phrasing like what, what's the exact thing like with uh, the staking some innovation I have to I have to think about it like uh, forgot the, the, the name I, I mean I just used it on Coinbase like just just trying it out but um, I don't know. Yeah, of course you have like wrapped BTC and these kind of things. So like kind of strange uh, uh, or various like use cases like in DeFi. Mm. Yeah. So you have you, yeah, basically like with a Facebook post or with Twitter feed. Uh, sorry, Twitter thread. You have like um something that is digitally native and I think a like, couple of ex examples that we discussed here are also like clearly just you can't do it with dollars or like with uh, bank wires and like with Swift you know it's, it would be just like mm, you can do like loads of like very global very small or very big transactions so it, until recently it wasn't so gr great at buying coffee at a coffee shop which is like some kind of like it's not too big and it's not too small. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like in the middle kind of transaction there. But it's also like with Lightning, it's like becoming kind of easier and easier. Thank you, Jakub, for sharing your thought-provoking insights on these uh, fascinating topics. It's been a truly enlightening uh, conversation. Uh, Duke, it was always it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm happy that we discussed this uh, this interesting topic of digital uh, digitally native uh, versus the scanner version of uh, digitalization well uh, that brings us to the end of this episode we hope you enjoyed the conversation with Jakub Shimek please don't forget to subscribe give this episode a thumbs up and be sure to come back uh, next week for another episode until then this is Duke Kumtambo and don't forget to do good always <laughs>